welcome back to another sunday session i'm sitting in my studio with these amazing people that i work with who i also consider my close friends and i was you know just sitting here and i was like i should record a sunday what should it be about and they both just look at me with the most sinister look on their face and they go oh we know what it's gonna be about i don't know what what what's happening Like, okay, well, first I'm going to talk about tour because it's like my pride and joy and my little baby. So if you guys didn't know, we're going on fucking tour, daddy gang. I can't believe I can finally say that. This has been a long time coming in my life. I've known this, but you guys have now only known this for a few days. I'm so excited. Um, We're starting in Boston, which feels very sentimental to me. And that's where I went to college. That's basically where Call Her Daddy in my personal life began because that's where I really started finessing and then we're going to Toronto shout out to Toronto I didn't realize how big the Canadian audiences of the daddy gang you guys sold out those tickets so fucking fast I was like well fuck like maybe we should have done a couple nights in Canada and then we're going to New York Philly Chicago and ending in Nashville I'm really excited about this tour I think something that I have been thinking about is like aside from doing call her daddy I always want to like do things in a way that no one will expect you know so I don't want to give too much away about the tour but what I will say is it's not going to be me just like podcasting you know I'm not just going to be like welcome back to another live episode and then just talk there's going to be a lot of things happening um by now I announced that it is going to be bachelorette themed so it's going to be my bachelorette party with you guys in all these different cities and we're going to have a couple famous friends of the show showing up also lauren mcmullen will be there throwing my bachelorette party which i mean i i'm expecting lauren to come out at this point in like a dildo suit like i'm like what she's gonna go so crazy with it so i'm just so excited and i can't wait if you guys got your tickets november is gonna be fucking insane my therapist literally was like do you want me to come to the new york show i'm like yes that way i can at least have like one night that i feel like mentally stable because i can i'm gonna be like tell me where your seat is so i can just look at my therapist the whole time i'm performing no but i'm excited i i just am nervous because i she was like well what's your biggest fear like what like is it stage fright is it like what is it and i literally just said I just want them to have the best time. I don't know. And she's like, okay, so what if you fuck up? Like, just say, fuck, daddy gang, I fucked up. Like, just like, do, read it. Like, they're your friends at this point. And I'm like, okay, when you, isn't it that funny when your therapist says something back to you? You're like, okay, please keep your comments to yourself because now I feel like a fucking idiot. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm excited and it's going to be great. Okay, now what the fuck is happening? You little shits. <laughs> what? what what is that what is that do you almost fall on her face oh my god what happy birthday call her daddy wait what is this wait is it the five-year anniversary today october 3rd isn't that so weird that that's also like the mean girls thing wait october 3rd oh my god that's when the first episode was released huh Five years of Call Her Daddy. <gasps> it's like I have a five-year-old. <laughs> oh my god, a very wise five-year-old.
This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with Sparkling Ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor, Sparkling Ice, anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Daddy Gang, I get that there are some things you don't want to share, but bottling everything up inside can truly have some awful consequences. I remember growing up, I guess, honestly, the the truth is I was getting bullied and I was like so embarrassed to tell my family that because at home I was fine, but at school it was tough for me. And I just remember feeling so awful about myself and I kept it to myself and I dealt with it by myself and it literally just caused truly maybe like a decade of trauma. And later in life, now that I've processed it, I'm like, damn, I would have been so much better off if I had just talked to someone about it. It didn't even have to be my parents. Talking helps a lot. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I have had such an incredible relationship and experience with therapy. I was so ready to get better and to better myself and understand myself more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists whenever you need to for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash daddy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash daddy. Two years ago, I became pregnant with a baby I desperately wanted. During a routine ultrasound, I learned that the fetus would have a fatal condition and never survive. I had to flee my own state to receive treatment. I think Donald Trump bears an incredible amount of responsibility for these restrictive laws. We need leaders that will protect our rights, and that's Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. Okay, you guys, I was just handed cards for an episode. I don't even know what this says on it. It says, hey, Big Al. Hello, whoever wrote this. <laughs> She's not lying. She has no idea that this is happening. I don't. I didn't. I didn't. Hey, Big Al. Congrats on five years of Call Her Daddy. Everyone here at Team Call Her Daddy couldn't be more proud of you, and it is so amazing to watch you continue to grow on a daily basis. But as always, this isn't about you. Oh, <laughs> I'm like about to start crying and then I'm like, wait, what do you mean? It's about the daddy gang, the people who really matter. True. So we have compiled a list of questions for you to reflect on and share with the daddy gang in honor of the five year anniversary of Call Her Daddy. (gasps) Guys, I'm going to get emotional. Number one, take us back to the moment where you officially decided you wanted to start Call Her Daddy. Oh my God. Whoa, that feels like a lifetime ago. The moment I officially decided I wanted to start Call Her Daddy. Okay, so I was broke and I had no job, so I needed a job. Um, no, I I was living in New York in the Lower East Side and I remember at that time I was like vlogging and I, I, it pains me when I see those vlogs, but it pains me in a good way. I'm like, oh, like I was trying so hard to just like, get my career up and going and I remember I knew this person who worked in like media that I kind of met like randomly in New York and they were like you should start a podcast 
and I was just like I don't like it's just not for me like that's literally what my dad listens to like who the fuck listens to podcasts like in my generation like no one cares about podcasts it was like the Logan Paul days like all those vloggers were just so huge um like Alyssa Violet like it was just like I would just sit in my little room and watch them and be like, I want to be a YouTuber. But I felt like it was just too oversaturated and everyone who was going to be a vlogger made it and was a vlogger. So I was like, you know what? Maybe a podcast is the move. But the sad thing was also like, it would also be like cheaper to make at the time. Cause like I didn't have a budget. I remember um, going to my roommate at the time. And I was like, I know you have a full-time job, but like, would you want to start a podcast with me and it was in the lower east side in our apartment that i remember just being like should should we do this like should we start call her daddy and that is when it happened and then once we decided yes we just like went and recorded episode one and never looked back number two can you recall your first ever interaction with daddy gang oh i think it was like in a Dwayne reed i was on my period and i was like craving cookie crisp cereal do you guys like know that it shouldn't be called a cereal it's like literally like all sugar anyways i was going to get my healthy cereal from this little deli super close to my apartment at the time and i remember a girl in there like buying chips and we just made this really at the time i thought awkward but like beautiful eye contact where she was just like and i was like oh like hey like i again like i had never had this in my life and we just made eye contact and what i didn't know is that would be the beginning of like thousands and thousands of moments where i just made eye contact with someone and it's like daddy gang right it began the unspoken thing that everyone in my life to this day is still always so fascinated by like whenever i meet any of you i always get from whoever i'm with like oh my god like how do you know them and i'm like no they're daddy gang like because it feels like probably like oh my god that must be like an old time friend from like high school like where did you guys know each other from but it's just that like weird beautiful connection of like we don't even need to say anything so yeah it was in a deli getting my cookie crisp and i met a girl and she just i fucked me and i fucked her back and oh wait no i, I fucked her back i i i fucked her back but i will say i wouldn't have this career if it wasn't for all of you so as much as you guys when I meet you I appreciate it so much when you guys are like thank you for doing it I'm like thank you for listening because this is not just me it's you guys that make the show go around so thank you what's a difficult business lesson you learned early on in your career I mean <laughs> I need to think of something other than like fight for your IP Ooh, there's so many things I feel like I learned and I feel like I learned it in the span of like a couple months which was weird I think the first is like nobody actually has your best interest except for yourself when people are giving you advice unless it's actually your family which I will say to my family but like actual people in business with you like everyone's looking out for themselves as they should like of course we're all trying to like do our thing but I think I realized early on like everyone has different opinions of what they're going to want to do or what you should do so I think it's like in the quiet moments I really had to like find 
within myself like what do I want out of all of this tell us about a time when a guy confronted you for being mentioned on the podcast oh my god no you guys this is my favorite story ever when I was living in New York I was doing everything for the plot like everything was for the plot like everything at this point was like I think it's in by like episode like 40 or something it's like oh my god at this point I'm just going to like on dates to get content and I like because I just want to tell you guys like what are men like I had broken up with Slim Shady so long like almost like a year and a half prior and we match on Raya imagine me matching with your ex on a dating app the way my relationship with this ex ended was so tumultuous like his agent literally tweeted that he was single to like end it so like we didn't so we couldn't go back and forth but his agent tweets like I'm single I'm married to baseball and we become single a year and a half later we match on a dating app and there was so much animosity like our families hated each other whatever and I don't know what it was but it was so hot that we matched on this dating app and it was like I remember he messaged me and was like hey and I was like like hey and we proceeded to have a conversation acting like we didn't know each other I'm like so what do you do for a living and he's like I'm like I work in like neuroscience or something he's a fucking baseball player oh my god no way like I'm a painter like we were we were like role-playing fucking each with each other and then we're like maybe we should go on a date like acting like we didn't know each other we start fucking again we both know like this is tumultuous our families hate each other we'll never be together but like let's just do it and like say fuck it so we start fucking again and now I have the podcast because I didn't have the podcast when I was first dating Slim Shady and I was not gonna cut off my roster like I was stacked thick at the time do you guys remember the Canadian he was this hot hockey player that I was hooking up with whenever he would come into town and I liked him and he's a Leo I'm a Leo I had never dated a Leo which was very interesting so this hockey player is so fucking hot great dick great sex and I remember I am on the podcast talking about how I am torn because I'm going to get on a plane on Friday to go see Slim Shady because he was in um, California. But I wanted to see the Canadian on Thursday because he was coming in for a game to play the Rangers. And I just talk about it on Color Daddy. I'm like, and honestly, like, oh, the hockey player dick is bigger and it's better. And like, but like, I also like, it, there's this weird thing with Slim Shady where I like still kind of want to fuck him because it's like that hot, like toxic ex thing. We release our episode on Wednesday and I'm getting my hair done. Okay. I'm getting my hair done. I have my head in the washer thing and I get a call from him slim shady and i'm like what is this i still have the voicemail to this day you guys have to listen to it after this it's fucking crazy he sounds like he's been crying and he's mortified and he's furious and he's gonna kill me and my entire family and he's like um you you better call me back right now i just listened to your episode really the canadian dick before you come see me don't bother getting on that plane if you don't call me back like i'm done with this and i'm done with you so i proceed to have a mental breakdown for like the next two hours in the hair salon talking to my like hairstylist at the time angelo i'm like angelo what do i do and he's like babe calm down like that dick is always gonna be there just like tell him to like chill i'm like it's not chill like this is on a national podcast where people are like literally at this point know who he is like this is embarrassing for him and it was just at the point where like i had no sense of like I didn't care about these guys so it was like if you ditch me like you ditch me you guys it was a long process because I was getting extension so I'm there for like five fucking hours so the next three hours I start doing damage control and I'm texting him like baby like 
it's not like that like that i just made that up for the plot for the for the podcast meanwhile i was like so fucking real and meanwhile i'm this high texting canadian like what hotel are you staying at like let me know when i should come over but i'm like slim shady like it's just not like that babe like we are like we're back like it's gonna be amazing like i want to get on that plane whatever blah 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 and i proceed to work my way around for three hours via text and he finally is like fine but if you get on that plane like I better have your full attention when you're here. And um, I went and I got on the plane and I saw the Canadian the night before. And then the next week I talked about how I did it all and blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, I fucking hate you. But he still invited me back over and over. And we ended up having like sex for a couple uh, months until his mommy found out and she said no 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 and then we were I was like okay well the fact that you're 30 years old and your mom dictates your dating life like why don't you go fuck her so that was the end <laughs> the podcast I will say with dating was a motherfucker and in the beginning it was fun and then I did go through a period I'll be honest where like dating and having a podcast and and talking as explicitly as I was it was definitely difficult like it but in in a way and I don't know if this is healthy but like I think it helped the the age that I was at where like the podcast always came first of course a couple times I was like fuck maybe I shouldn't have said that like I remember I would get texts from my mom on Wednesday morning being like "Ooh, send me the screenshots today of what they say to you because damn you went in on him and I'm like fuck like and and I would always schedule my therapy sessions for Wednesday because I was like repent and then just do it again um it was it was a wild time and I will say when I met Matt I've already I've I've said this to you guys before is how I knew he was the one it's like I was willing to like find a better balance instead of just like ruining men's lives on the podcast <laughs> but it was fun when you think back what is your I made it moment oh god for me I made it was more when I was like oh I know how to like do this podcast and produce it confidently like that was my I made it internally of like not stressing out every single week being like how do I do this how do I entertain people like what do I do what do I do I think the made it moment of like publicly I guess is when well one I do remember the early bar barstool days was fun when go showing up to the office and like finally having some fucking respect on my name like first when we showed up it was like who are these fucking whores like they're just gonna like ruin this company like we don't need this like drama in this company and I remember Dave just being like did I make a bad decision like who are these girls and like what the fuck are they doing and it was so fun to like go into a company that was like at the time so male dominated and and just like sling it better than the rest of them of like going on live radio and walking in I will never forget OG daddy gang I will never this is how crazy it was at the time barstool of all these men it was like how do we reverse a role so insane I remember going on live radio Dave's on live radio we walk into the live radio session and we're like oh just so you all know we can tell every single person's dick size in this office without you even taking your pants off we're on Sirius XM live radio and we're like yeah Roan he has a pencil dick Caleb has a short showed but like knows how to use it like we're just rattling shit off um and it was that was a moment where I think it just started to like we were just leaning into the brand and it was so fun and then I think at one point I could tell people in the office did start to respect like the numbers and the growth and like at one point like the show was making like so much for bar so it was just a cool moment to feel the culture shift in the company of people stop looking at us like what are these bitches talking about of like oh like what can we learn from call her daddy that was cool to like have a company that I respected respect me back and then I guess the other one is like my Spotify deal I think that was like a very surreal moment for me because 
when I started Call Her Daddy on my own, I was nervous. Like, I can sit here and be, like, confident Alex Cooper being like, oh, like, I knew. I didn't know exactly what I was going to do. And, like, I had a lot of really scary moments in my house during COVID with my parents just being like, like, do I need a co-host? Like, I will never forget the first episode I had to do on my own. I just went down in my parents' basement and I recorded for, like, a couple hours. And then I was like, here we go. Like, they're either going to love it or they're going to hate it. And I appreciate you guys so much because it has been, like, a lot of different creative decisions that I've made. And you guys have always stuck by me. But just so you guys know like every time I'm making something I just sit in my room and I'm like what does the daddy gang want and half the time I'm like what do I want because I feel like I'm a part of the daddy gang like I'm also like a young girl just trying to figure my life out and um so I think the Spotify deal was cool almost for women in media like it was a big moment for me to realize like oh this deal is gonna inspire so many other women to be like yeah you don't need to have a dick to get a big deal or to get respect on your name like and I was just so happy that call her daddy was like that brand that signified that and it's cool to have met other people not even just creators like people in business and seeing women come up to me just being like that just gave me so much confidence to know like I can do that too This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Daddy gang, what are your plans for the summer? I want to probably sign up for a couple excursions with Matt's, really put myself out there, do something I don't usually do. But when you want something, you got to just go for it. And that applies when you're hiring for your business. ZipRecruiter can help you snag the most talented people before the competition scoops them up. And luckily, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy. Got your eye on a rock star candidate. ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. Once you review ZipRecruiter's list of most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply to encourage them to apply sooner. So amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter, Daddy Gang, and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy to try it for free right now. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Something that really grinds my gears is I somehow will find myself just subscribing to things, right? And then all of a sudden I see I have been paying the subscription service and I don't even use it because I just forgot to cancel it. Rocket Money can help you cancel a subscription that would otherwise be more time consuming and also you probably forgot about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place place. And if I see anything I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So, 
Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash daddy. That's rocketmoney.com slash daddy. Rocketmoney.com slash daddy. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Do you ever find yourself looking at your full wardrobe, but still feeling like you got nothing to wear? Well, gather around, daddy gang, Saks.com you're going to find instant inspiration for that date night, for that impromptu vacation, okay? Maybe you need a new dress because one of your friends is getting married soon, okay? So if you're looking for a new style or want to build a better relationship with your closet, then head to Saks.com to shop for everything on your agenda. This episode is brought to you by new Garnier Fructis hair filler with vitamin C G. Many things can damage your hair like heat styling and bleaching, but the all new Garnier Fructis hair filler systems can reverse up to one year of damage to your hair smoothness in just one use, giving you up to 79% stronger hair and up to four times less breakage. And all Garnier products are approved by Cruelty-Free International under the Leaping Bunny program. New Garnier Fructis hair filler, pre-shampoo, shampoo, conditioner, and serum are available now on Amazon and at Walmart, Target, Ulta, drug, and select grocery stores. Learn more at GarnierUSA.com. Okay, real talk for a second, daddy gang. Sex is great. We know that, okay? But sex isn't always perfect. And if you have unprotected sex, you have the power to choose what's right for you in that moment. If not getting pregnant is the goal, plan B emergency contraception is a great backup plan because listen, getting wild in the bedroom can be fun, but feeling out of control afterwards, not so fun. With plan B, you can take control of your body and your future whenever you need a backup plan. It's important to remember to take plan B as directed within 72 hours after unprotected sex and keep in mind that the sooner you take it, the better it works. With plan B, you've got this and I've got you daddy gang with a special $10 coupon for your next plan B visit planbcoupon.com slash daddy to get $10 off your next purchase that's planbcoupon.com slash daddy to get $10 off your next purchase what's a bts moment from an episode where something almost went terribly wrong that the daddy gang doesn't know about oh my god I would say the episode that I didn't release, it was this male actor and he begged to come on call her daddy. Well, his team did. And they're like, please, like, we need this for him. Like, he needs to come on. And I'm like, dope. Like, okay, like, love that for us. Like, I didn't expect him to want to come on call her daddy. And I remember her showing up to the studio and I could just, I just got like immediate weird vibes from him. Like, very stuck up like very just like couldn't even make eye contact with me at first just like too cool for school and I was like okay and like I asked his team multiple times prior like hey because I was like at this point I'm like I don't believe this guy actually wants to come on I'm like just to confirm this guy's down to talk about like sex and relationships and stuff like we good and they're like yes and so he sits down and he literally sits like this and he's just like what's up and I'm like hello welcome to call her daddy and he's like yeah and I'm like how are you doing today he's like this is like my seventh podcast of the day and I'm like 
okay. And I'm like, well, let's have fun. And he was just not about it. And I was so uncomfortable and I just felt so awkward. And I can usually talk to a wall, but this wall was giving nothing. It was paint dry to the worst extent. And also just kind of being like a dick to me. I'm like, bro, I don't want to be here either if you're going to act like this. And I always just think like, is the daddy gang seemed like, why did you release this? So and I ended up trying to make it as fun as possible. And when he left, he his team was like, that was amazing and I'm like what the fuck and so I sent an email just being like I'm not releasing that and I got I got so much pressure and backlash and threats of like well this is who else we rep they'll never come on your show if you don't air it and I was like I don't care like that's just not fair to do to me to like one put something out that the daddy gang is gonna be like was there a gun to your head like where's the gun like hostage situation like from one to ten like where are we at girl like it you guys would have known something was off and so I was just like I'm not releasing it and they were so rude and insane and insistent trying to use their power over me and I was just like and I remember I got calls from so many different teams being like you should just release it and I was like no because I'm also not going to give him fucking hype for being an asshole to me and to the daddy gang so it's weird sometimes to see some celebrities come in my favorite is when you're like they're so famous that I'm like I totally understand if they're like a little standoffish and they come in my house and they're like hi it's so nice to meet you like so respectful to everyone like anyone that's like editing or camera or anyone in my office they're so lovely to and I'm just like wait you don't even need to be that nice episode that comes to mind if someone needs a good laugh oh my gosh any harry jousey episode like you i remember i saw alex earl uh the other month and we were talking and she was like i was just listening to the harry jousey episode like i've met him before and he's funny but like i didn't realize how funny he is and the two of you together is like crack like what the fuck harry and i have this thing which is so funny we don't hang out we do not hang out we do not text we do not see each other and we have this like almost unsaid thing where it's like save it for the podcast and we do this yearly thing now that we've almost created as a tradition and like there's something about his energy we even say it we're like i've seen him on podcasts and he's seen me podcast with people and we're never like that with other people there's just something that happens so i would say any harry jousey episode is chef's kiss fabulous first episode that comes to mind if someone needs the strength to leave something toxic Ooh, daddy gang i just recorded something that is gonna probably come out in one to two weeks and it's like a full toxic what is the word it's it's like a yeah it's like a master class on like it's boot camp it is a boot camp on how to get out of the toxic and how to recognize the toxic and when to know to leave the toxic and also though when to know like the toxic's fun but only at a certain point in your life so we'll look for that it's gonna be labeled something toxic and it's going to be a solo and I think it's I think it's going to be pretty empowering first episode that comes to mind if someone wants to feel a little horny oh my god um <laughs> oh my god I mean I remember back in the day there are some episodes where I quite literally was doing like porn erotica of just like and then you take his dick out and you take his throbbing hard pulsing and it's just like what the fuck and like thinking of like my parents listening to that I'm like I will never recover um damn it was that was audio porn what are you most proud of with call her daddy I would say the daddy gang like 
in not in my wildest dreams when I started this did I ever think I would have essentially this like extended family like it's as corny as it sounds like I am so fucking grateful to every single person that listens and watches and I like I definitely care so much to the point where you guys are a topic of conversation in therapy every week (laughs) like it's it's a really intimate relationship that we have and I don't think a lot of shows have that and I can't explain the amount of times I've met you guys on the street and you've told me about like this episode helped me get out of this abusive relationship or this episode made me know that it was time to like leave this job that I wasn't happy with or this episode maybe finally have my first orgasm and actually be able to like lean in and embrace my sexuality like there's just so many different phases I feel like of life that we've gone through together in these past five years that I wouldn't take back for anything I wouldn't take back the original call her daddy days when I had a co-host and we had those amazing episodes together I wouldn't take any of that back like I think as I continue to grow I look back on those days honestly and I'm like that was so fun and that like that's why I am here today like I can't discredit any era of call her daddy like it makes me emotional when I think about it and I think obviously when I'm in things I'm sure I've said shit where I'm like why did I say that or like it's just growing up and looking at every year I feel like the show has grown and I feel like I've stayed as authentic as I possibly can with it and I think it's difficult I'm not gonna lie like being in media and and trying to keep your sanity and trying to stay like honest and talk about things that you know will be relatable in your life but then also like thinking of a brand and the growth like there's just so many things that go on but I think you guys have been the people that have kept me like in meetings when people are asking me to do certain things for brand deals or this and this like there's a reason I'm I'm not on my Instagram like holding up products and doing these things it's because it's like all I care about is this show full stop and I think probably my agent hates me and my publicists hate me in moments because they're like, please just do this one thing, do this. And it's like, no, if it's not going to benefit Call Her Daddy and the Daddy Gang, then I'm not going to fucking do it. And so that's why I'm going on tour. Like, I can't wait to be in a room with all of you and like get to laugh with you guys as cheesy as it sounds and get to like touch you not inappropriately but just like touch you and hug you and like it's something that means a lot to me is to like as long as we're good I'm good and that I think speaks a lot to this show and this community that we've built and I feel like that's also why it's exciting like in growing working with other creators for the like unwell network like these people that I'm working with Alex Earl, Madeline RG, those are two people that care so fucking much about what they're doing and their audience and their connection. And it's not common. Like, trust me, I've met a lot of people in this industry that it's like, I'm just trying to get the bag and like get the fuck out and like mail it in. Um, and I think it's really exciting to now surround myself with even more people and creators that love what they do as much as I do and genuinely care about what they're putting out into the world. Okay, last question. Oh, guys, this is like emotional. What is a goal you have set for Call Her Daddy for season four? Oh, my God. <laughs> Where do I begin? My our, my whole team, we're all sitting here like we haven't slept in how many days? <laughs> Aaron's like, 
<laughs> I always turn to um, this person, Aaron, on my team, who I love, and you probably always hear his giggle in the back of Asron, Aaron, Asron. Um, he's always he's the man with the camera, and you probably hear his giggle behind the scenes all the time. And I I have always said to Aaron, I'm like, no, like Aaron, like it's gonna calm down soon. And he's like, you've literally said that since you hired me. Like we've been saying this for months. Um, now I guess year a year now, right? Girl. <laughs> girl <laughs> sheds a tear no it's a mother fucking grind and i wouldn't have it any other way i am out of my fucking mind half the time like i don't even know my right and my left and my up from my down um and putting out this amount of content like the amount of time and energy and effort that all of us on this team put into these episodes it's like it's a lot but it's the best job in the world, honestly. I'm so fucking grateful. It's not lost on me that this is the biggest blessing and the coolest fucking... Like, I'm going to look back on this one day and be like, bitch, you better have soaked it all fucking in. Because this shit is... There is nothing like what we are all doing here today. And just talking to you guys. Like, I love you all. And I couldn't imagine doing it without. And I know we have new people here. Some oldies. Jordania downstairs, wherever she is. Um, I love you all and I love you daddy gang. So season four, even when I'm like, it's only going to get bigger and it's going to get better. It's just more thoughtful. It's just every week, just being consistent. I think there's one thing that you can always say about caller daddy is like, yeah, sometimes we're taking risks, but it's also just like, I'm, there's no, there's no moment where you can say like, wow, that shit was like thrown together or like that felt really that didn't feel like there was a lot of effort that went into that. Like we're, we're constantly just trying to make sure that you guys are entertained each week. And so thank you for watching season four. I can't list you the things that I want to do for season four because we will be here for five hours. It's like on my vision board at home. Matt's like, okay, let's eat dinner. I'm like, but one more thing for season four. What if we did this? And he's like, Alex, shut the fuck up. It's all I do. I eat, sleep, breathe, call her daddy. And to know that it's been five years as much as it feels like just yesterday, it also feels like a long time of a lot of work. Daddy gang, if you're, like I said, if you're gonna come see me on tour, I can't wait to party with you guys. Like the fact that I'm literally throwing a bachelorette party live on stage, it's like, of course, like what would I be without you guys? And I just wanna be very clear because, you know, you guys are very passionate and you really let me know in those DMs, like what you're thinking. <laughs> and it makes me cry sometimes. I'm like, okay, go easier. Um, I see you. I see you want me to come to LA, to Miami, to Austin, to Arizona, to Edmonton. Like there's all these different places, You, the UK. Everyone's like, where's the fucking Europe tour? Hello? And I'm like, okay. I was just happy to see you guys bought tickets. I didn't know how this was gonna go. So I'll see how it goes. <laughs> Let's see if I can actually speak on stage. Like watch, I have stage fright and I have to just like, I, I'm gonna have to see how it goes but what I will say is if it goes well this is definitely not the last I see you there was only obviously so I wanted to do it small because I wanted to be thoughtful and I wanted to make sure that like it's done right and so like let me get my feet wet <laughs> and then if it goes well LA I see you and all the other places um maybe we will back be back out on the road but also the people that can't make it it's not like you're getting neglected like you're gonna be getting full caller daddy episodes like i'm not this is the thing maybe i won't be sleeping you know but you are gonna be 
full and happy okay you're gonna be getting caller daddy episodes every week even when i'm on tour you'll be getting some behind the scenes daddy gang i love you so much five fucking years and so many more to go i love you thank you for supporting me and thank you guys for coming up with this idea and getting me this cake this is so fucking cute you're gonna make me fucking cry now here we go um i love you guys i will see you fuckers this wednesday goodbye This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Want zero dollar delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. Daddy gang, I love being home. I love to be cozy, comfortable, laying on the couch. I can't tell you how many times I need something, but I am too lazy to get up and get out of the house. And sometimes I need food or groceries, you name it. Dash Pass gets it delivered right to my door and yours too. It is only $9.99 a month. So I think it's a really good deal, Daddy Gang. So get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass and new members get a 30-day free trial. Terms apply. Sign up today. This episode is brought to you by Monday Hair Care. Daddy Gang, nobody likes Mondays. Am I right? (laughs) We're all sobbing. We're all sobbing and we're barely getting out of bed on a Monday. But Monday Hair Care is here to flip the script with its award-winning formulas. No more bad hair days. Daddy gang, Monday Hair Care is turning Mondays into a reason to celebrate good hair, which I love, thank God, with seven new products like a leave-in conditioner, dry shampoo, a curl line, and body wash. And daddy gang, every single thing is under $10. Yes. And smell is to die for. Okay. I want my hair smelling like something that Matt wants to be engulfed in. I want him to come out to me and go, oh my God, you smell amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> what is that in your hair? So daddy gang, reclaim the week with Monday at all leading retailers. Visit mondayhaircare.com to find a stockist near you.